0: I want to know that when I come to you in wild expression of emotion, that you won't reject me in that moment, that I'm safe to come to you with all of me.
1: Welcome to the Abundant Couples Podcast.
0: We are your hosts, Cassidy and Matt. And we're here to help you, awesome growth-minded human, create the most flourishing relationship that
1: you know is possible. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into topics of relationship, intimacy, and lifestyle freedom.
0: We believe that a great relationship is fuel for everything else in your life.
1: So let's jump in and get fueled up.
0: We get a lot of questions about masculine and feminine energy. What is it? How does it show up in the relationship? So that's what we're talking about today.
1: Oh yeah.
0: So first things first, some context. When we talk about masculine and feminine energy, we don't mean male and female. We're talking about Qualities of energy, kind of the essence of energy that's more masculine, and the essence and qualities of energy that's more feminine. In the Chinese tradition, they would call this yin and yang. Yin is more correlated to the feminine, and the yang is more correlated to the masculine. And we both have both within us. So, what are these different energies? The feminine yin energy is more passive, more relaxed, more dynamic and expressive. It's more open, creative. It's that that creative energy in the surrender.
1: And the masculine energy is more directive, decisive, steady, strong. It's targeted and really in its truest form, presence.
0: Mm -hmm. And like I said, we both have both of these qualities within us.
1: And with a healthy relationship, we kind of move in and out of that at different times. It doesn't always need to be the male and his masculine at all times. Uh, it doesn't always need to be the female and her feminine at all times, depending on different you know, activities that you do, depending on different you know, roles, professions. You might need to embody those specific traits in different moments. The key is to do it consciously, mm-hmm. is to know where you're going and then to choose to play that role in the relationship as well Mm -hmm. most of the time it will be male masculine female feminine but it doesn't have to be and again it's fluid different moments require different different energies
0: for sure there's some couples where the female embodies a more masculine energy and the male embodies a more feminine energy because again we're not talking about man woman we're talking about just those qualities
1: the nice thing is to have a, a good balance Because if you want to keep the the passion going and growing, you want to have some polarity there. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we found in our relationship after a few years, not knowing this stuff, is we kind of fell a little bit more kind of neutral, Neutral. masculine, kind of. We were running a business together. We were doing all this. and
0: We we, were very neutral, meaning it felt a lot like a friendship. Like we can just chill together, hang out. We're running a business together. Everything is very like equal very neutral
1: yeah which it is it's it is an amazing best friendship yeah and uh that's that's where the neutrality comes in too is when you're best friends a lot of times you will just do everything the same mm-hmm. and like you want that and also to really thrive as uh kind of more of an involved relationship it's choosing to play those polarities as well
0: when we were running our painting business together at first we we're kind of playing the same roles in the business, taking on the same kind of responsibilities, sharing the responsibilities, and both playing a little bit more in the neutral to masculine zone because of the daily activities that we were doing in the business.
1: Yeah. And back then we thought that uh, you know equality meant doing things the same, that, okay, we're business partners, so let's you know do it. Let's make decisions together. Let's do all these things and operate in that masculine mode. Um, but then what we found is the best way to kind of get in flow and to have that energy come out is to really just follow your, follow your hunches, follow your, uh, natural desires and tendencies and found is I really like making decisions, really like seeing where we're going. This is what we need to do to get there. And when we were both doing that, uh, Again, it caused a little more of that neutrality and we weren't feeling as intimate.
0: Yeah, so Matt found that he naturally played those masculine energies much more strongly and I naturally play the feminine qualities much more strongly. And when we started to incorporate that into our business, that changed a lot. So instead of us sharing all the responsibilities, I focused more on... Uh, training employees, kind of creating those relationships and nurturing the business and um, coming up with plans for marketing, designing marketing plans, the really creative work. Um, So I was all about the relationships and the creative work and kind of like keeping the flow of the business going. Whereas Matt focused more on like direction and the numbers and managing the details and the the projects and yeah
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and that's you know that's a pretty good example of like one way that masculine and feminine can show up and when you can choose consciously oh we we want that polarity we you know how can we act more so in the way that naturally um is calling to us again Mm -hmm. it might be male feminine it might be female masculine it could be
0: two males two females and one embodies the masculine a little bit more than the other exactly in any orientation you can always play with these energies to find that polarity
1: and 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 that's what causes that attraction just like magnets you got to have like different you know poles in order for that strong attraction and uh when we noticed that the attraction was slipping a bit in our relationship and we focused on this that uh brought the juice back
0: Yeah, for sure. Like During the time where we were a lot more neutral, we didn't have nearly as much attraction. And it was all fine. Like There was no problem with it. We were happy with how things were. But when we started to focus on cultivating, like myself cultivating more of the feminine energy and Matt cultivating the masculine energy and playing those roles a little bit more, um, we found that we were just more attracted to each other in a way we hadn't been before. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so we're going to talk about some different uh, ways you could do that and also kind of the things that come up just universally Masculine and feminine that uh, yeah can help you cultivate more of that
0: So first you want to be aware of where you currently fall as your kind of default mode Like how are you showing up in the relationship? Or if you're not in a relationship yet just in general in life Are you showing up with more of those young masculine qualities or are you showing up with more of the yin uh, feminine qualities and wherever you are is perfect and wonderful. It's just important to be aware of it and then to think about how would you like to show up in the relationship? What would you like to try on? How would you like to play with this? So if you are looking to develop more of the feminine qualities, which is something that I took a lot of time and effort to practice myself. Some great ways to do that are things like um, dancing, singing, expressing, right? The, the yin energy wants to express. So anything that you love to do to express, artwork, whatever it is, um, moving the body is, is wonderful.
1: Yeah. And if you're looking to cultivate more of the masculine, then doing things that require your full presence and attention and goals and struggles and challenges, those all evoke those different qualities that bring out your masculine more. So things like competitive sports or extreme sports, things like overcoming challenges or doing strategy games or anything that, uh, yeah, has that struggle that you've got to overcome.
0: And what we found, too, in in our relationship, we used to kind of make a lot of decisions together. Mm -hmm. And it's very important to be aligned in your decisions.
1: Yeah, and to have everybody's values heard and understood and seen. For sure.
0: But when it comes to the actual decision point, we found that we would be a little bit wishy-washy about it.
1: Oh, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. want. Oh, it doesn't matter to me. What do you think? Oh, you know. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And we realized that... We're in a very neutral place. And we started playing with, well, what if Matt takes on more of the decision?
1: 100% everything my way, always. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, not quite. Knowing
0: what's important to me, knowing yeah. what's important to him. Um, but with him being a little bit more like directive about like, okay, let's do this.
1: Mm-hmm. And And being willing to change, like if it's really not aligned, it's like, okay, well then let's do that.
0: Yeah. It doesn't mean that I just do what you say. That's not, you know, I would never do that. But it's like you knowing what's important to me, important to you, you make a decision. If I'm not down with it, I'll tell you.
1: Yeah, exactly. But most
0: of the time it's great because you make great decisions. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And at first, and even we do it sometimes as well, it's like, well, what would be, you know, three to five things that you'd like to do today? Or, uh, you know, Places you'd like to go.
0: Yeah, and I'd pick my top three to five, and then Matt would like, be cool, like, great. let's go here. Yeah. Bam. It's a That's actually a great way to make decisions yeah. that helps to embody the masculine and the feminine and helps to make sure you're still aligned.
1: Mm-hmm. So again, you're guiding the way. Uh, a really great analogy that we love is the masculine is like the riverbanks. It's giving the direction. It's being the container, the space. And then the feminine
0: is like the water rushing down the river expressive and flowing and beautiful
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so being that space that is uh that is really you know at the essence of masculine energy is the presence Mm -hmm. is having full awareness as david Dieta says it's coming to nothingness just pure consciousness
0: and why don't you tell us about some of the unhealthy ways that a lot of people find that nothingness
1: ah yes and i've been there mm-hmm. things like um drinking to uh smoking weed and uh just coming to a way where the brain just turns video off games. video games yep tv just you know anything that uh yeah escaping right mm-hmm. the men tend to go to their caves mm-hmm. as they say and uh Uh, It is good to be in solitude and silence and meditate and all that, but um, not to over obsess with things that kind of dull us uh, so we can find the same kind of thing by both, you know, intentionally practicing consciousness through things like meditation, yoga, whatever spiritual practice that you'd like. Or even things
0: like adventure sports, right? Things that require you to be so intensely focused that you're going to that nothingness.
1: Yeah. And then just a moment by moment, you know, how much presence am I showing up with right now?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very powerful. When it comes to the feminine energy, the feminine wants more expression, more life. And really what the feminine wants is more presence mm-hmm. from the masculine. Yeah. But if it's not getting that or like an unhealthy expression of this is overindulgence. So like more clothes, more food, more time from you. I want to like talk more with you, like more, more, more. Right. So coming back to a a healthy feminine expression is about being able to create, being able to like really, um, open the heart and find, like wholeness with yourself, right? Really appreciating and loving yourself and taking that time to uh, take good care of yourself, be with yourself, love yourself. Um, Yeah, it's very important to like give yourself that nurturing, which is very feminine quality, right? The nurturing, like just like you would a child to love every part of yourself. And then when you combine that with getting that masculine presence from a partner that's a really beautiful combination where neither partner feels like they need the other they need more of the other or you know we're both really in balance whole within ourselves and whole with each other as well
1: Hmm. beautifully said yeah and also uh getting into your body Mm -hmm. more as well is another really positive way for, uh, for the feminine. Yeah.
0: yeah, that was a big shift for me. Yeah, More body practices like yoga. I love yoga, of course, and dancing. Just dancing however feels good for the body is a really wonderful thing. And then practices for me like uh, using a yoni egg has been really powerful for me to get that connection to my womb um if you're not familiar it's maybe another conversation for another time but um yeah the google yoni- it yeah <laughs> there i took a great course from Layla martin um about using the yoni egg and yeah it's just a powerful way to connect more to the body connect more to that creative uh, feminine essence that life-giving energy
1: mm-hmm. so let's talk about some of the things that come up some of the common challenges um when it when it comes to masculinity and femininity and what might trigger one or the other because uh, there are pretty common things that we've seen even come up for us in different ways and forms and uh we we love tony robbins and and all of his work and his content and his mission and he had some some really good things to say on that. Mm -hmm. So this is one of his frameworks.
0: Yeah, we're going to use the framework from Tony Robbins, but then pulling in things that we've learned from teachers like Layla Martin, Kim Inami, David Data, and then also from our own personal experience. Yeah,
1: all great teachers on masculine and feminine.
0: Mm -hmm. So first, when it comes to the feminine, Tony Robbins gives us the three U's. The first one is feeling unseen. This comes back to having that presence from the masculine right if I feel like your mind is always somewhere else your attention is always somewhere else and when I'm here in front of you you're not really with me and you're not really seeing me I'm really going to feel that Mm -hmm. and feel this like detachment and feel like you know oh what, what's here? Like, I don't feel seen.
1: Yeah, that's why our, our presence is so important when embodying the masculine is that's that's fuel for the feminine is showing up and just being fully fully there, turning towards rather than away. Mm-hmm. Again, there will be times, uh, this is a thing actually we found, that when um, I can't always keep my attention right in the moment, mm-hmm. but I want to. So for instance, when I was working, I used to get a little little upset that I kind of got interrupted and I knew you wanted my attention and it just you know didn't have the tools to figure out how to do this optimally until we learned, I do want to give you my full presence. I'm in the middle of something now. Can we chat in five minutes and then I'll be 100% there for you.
0: And wow, that was a huge change for us. And there might be a lot of people right now working from home because- yep of everything that's going on. So if you're in this situation where you find yourself, you know, especially if you're the more masculine one, you find yourself being interrupted from your work, um, and you don't like it then, or, you know, for either partner, but so powerful rather than like half listening, just so that you don't have to, you know, be rude or whatever, rather than half listening way better to give them a one second Like, oh, if you could give me just one minute, I'll finish this up, then I'll give you my full attention. Like, I would so much rather have that and then know I've got your full presence when I am speaking with you.
1: Mm -hmm. So powerful. Yeah, I started that a few years back and really good one. Mm -hmm. The second trigger for the feminine is not being understood.
0: And this comes back a lot to presence again. Mm -hmm. When you are fully present and fully listening to me, I feel so much more understood than when I can feel you're distracted thinking of other things or up in your head. Now, I think this is a pretty common thing that comes up in a relationship where if I, um, as the feminine, yeah, Yeah. as the feminine, if I, as the feminine come to Matt and I say, oh, there's this thing, like I'm frustrated about something and I'm telling him about it, blah, blah, blah. The tendency for the more masculine energy is to want to fix it and just make it better
1: from the masculine side, it's, you know, I see the person that I love in pain in some form, so what she really wants is me to solve that pain and to tell her exactly how to do it. (laughs) That was my thought at the time, and I've since learned.
0: Yeah, what I really want is just to be heard and understood. Mm -hmm. You don't need to fix it. You just need to listen and be there in presence.
1: And that's yeah, it's really powerful. And it's really just taking that time to kind of bite your tongue, just show up fully. And uh, yeah, really, really see and understand that uh, the best thing you can do the way to actually help your partner here is by listening is by not doing anything, but just giving that presence. That's ultimately the best thing you can do for whatever situation.
0: Yeah. And if to get in the groove of this, like it might not feel natural at first, if you're used to jumping to solving problems, Mm -hmm. then it can be really helpful to just ask your partner if they come to you with a frustration or, you know, they're telling you about something they're upset about. You can just ask, are you looking for a solution or would you like me to listen?
1: And like 90% of the time it'll be listen. Yeah. Yeah
0: but we started it for a while. You were asking me that question. Yeah, just jumping in like, should I be in fix it mode or listen (laughs) mode?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes fix it mode is very helpful. Yeah, Yeah. but usually it's like listen first and then
0: once I've gotten it all out, okay, now I'm ready to start fixing it. Yeah,
1: because in the past I would have been like, as she's talking, okay, thinking about how to, you know, fix this and oh, we could do that and oh, if this happened, then not being fully present and then just, you know, both leaving the conversation, you know, feeling just a little bit, frustrated
0: and not feeling understood
1: yeah yeah exactly so go from fix it to listen yes yes
0: number three is feeling unsafe there's a couple things that come up when we think about feeling safe or unsafe in the relationship number one for me i want to be able to trust matt and i do 100 completely Why? Because I know that he's somebody that does what he says he's going to do, which is a really strong masculine quality, that integrity. Um, I mean, it's a great thing to practice as a human in general, but to be somebody that you say it, you're going to do it. Um, that cultivates such a trust within the relationship and knowing that I can always count on you. The other thing that's a little bit more on the emotional side Is that I want to know that when I come to you in wild expression of emotion, that you won't reject me in that moment, that I'm safe to come to you with all of me, not holding anything back, whether it's in, you know, enthusiasm or in frustration or anything in between that whatever I come to you with, you'll be there in presence, ready to, you know, like like a mountain, like a steady mountain that can't get shaken by any of the winds whirling around. And you'll just be there in your presence, and I'm safe to express myself fully. And I think that's just so key. Yeah, we've noticed a huge difference in this, where It kind of comes back to the fixing versus listening as well. If I walk into a room and I'm feeling a little agitated about something and then I start talking to Matt about it, if he just stands there with full presence, fully listening, not trying to fix anything, my frustration or whatever it was just starts dissolving. It's amazing how it works. It's only when... You react or try to fix something that things, you know, get tense. And that's also when things don't feel safe. Mm. So like the feminine wants to know that they're never too much. I hear that from so many women that they feel like if they really express all themselves, that their partner's going to think that they're too much. But the feminine energy, typically women are super expressive and we're cyclical too like sometimes of the month we're feeling ecstatic and enthusiastic on top of the world all the energy and then a couple of weeks later we don't want to talk to anybody or do anything and like just want to stay in bed for a whole day and to be able to share all of that with your partner and for your partner to be able to be there in presence for you as as a container to love all of it to accept all of it knowing that that's your feminine essence it's your wild expression uh so key the safety piece also really comes up in sex we find
1: Mm -hmm. sex can be a really great barometer for the rest of your relationship Mm -hmm. that's what we found is again whenever we either struggled or triumphed in uh in either area um very closely connected with with the other
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and sex is a beautiful place to practice that masculine and feminine quality. And when it comes to feeling safe um, during sex, for the masculine to be there in full presence – not with their mind somewhere else, not working toward an objective, not thinking things should be a certain way or trying to perform or any of that, just being, just being there fully present as a container, then the feminine can feel safe to open up and to surrender fully. A lot of people have trouble with this full surrender naturally because things like trauma, like past experiences where um, it's been unsafe. But, you know, to heal that and to get past it and to have a really beautiful, intimate connection, being able to surrender is such a key part of that. And the surrender and the presence play off of each other. The more I surrender, the more you can be present. And the more present you are, the more I feel I can surrender.
1: And the more all that's happening, the more gourmet, mind-blowing of an experience it uh, it really becomes.
0: Yeah, that's when we really start merging from two into one. If you picture the yin-yang symbol, right? That's really a symbol of the masculine and feminine energy becoming one. And that's that experience when we can embody the masculine and feminine fully during sex we go from two separate into just this one experience we
1: fill each other up
0: fill each other up totally yeah mm-hmm.
1: and on the masculine side there are the three c's that uh can tend to be triggers and i know for me i think most of those uh yep they've all happened at one point <laughs> so uh, the first one is criticism masculine doesn't like to be criticized Mm -hmm. they are decisive they you know see the vision they know where we're going and to be told that that's not correct it you know it hurts the ego at least for sure
0: yeah we found there's really just no place for criticism on anybody's end in a relationship
1: yeah really in life great book how to win friends and influence people talked about that that was number one never criticize condemn or complain your life will just get way better when you you know choose to avoid that, it's that taking that step from the you know trigger to wanting to say something or do something or lash out to hey, take a step back. Is this a criticism? Am I complaining? Am I you know condemning somebody to something? Uh, very good advice that mm-hmm. that really helped.
0: Rather than criticizing, then we can choose to think about okay, what do I want here? Now I can make a kind request rather than criticize and you'll get a much better outcome by making a request
1: what we learned as business owners is that the when giving feedback that could be interpreted as negative that often doing something called the sandwich approach is really helpful Mm -hmm. We start off with a positive great at this then deliver the news this is where i think we could use some work and then and you know love you know collaborating with you and we're we're gonna go on and uh Make it amazing. So start and end, bookend, with the uh with the great things. And then the tough news, you know, sandwich it in the middle. hmm So one thing that you do really well if uh if ever I, you know, slip up or do something maybe a little suboptimal is you you just have a really loving and kind way of uh of, of Bringing going. Bringing it to it. your attention. Yeah, exactly. And doing that in that that light way and sometimes even like a, a question. And I can always tell like from the Hey Matt, <laughs> there's, like, there's some, you know, some feedback. So kind rather of, than saying yeah.
0: like, "Ah, oh, Matt, you left your stuff all over the living room again," didn't <laughs> I ask you to pick that up? That would be a criticism. Very
1: demasculating. Yeah, yeah.
0: and I would never talk to you like that because it's just not effective. Instead, I'd be like, "Hey Matt, would you mind picking some things up?" Or yeah, it's all about bringing the playfulness and love to the suggestions for improvement rather yeah. than bringing so i can the, take like, charge criticism. and clean
1: the living room and be in my masculine <laughs> <laughs> you know still with uh, with the same objective being done in a more harmonious and loving way mm-hmm. so the second c that can trigger a masculine is closed so when the feminine is just you know closed up is putting up those protective guards which again we talked about all the reasons that that could be
0: feeling unsafe
1: yeah big one so uh it is and i definitely notice it it doesn't happen often at all but I, there's some times where you're just like i can tell something's up oh, hey you know what, what's going on and it's like want to open you up We'd mm-hmm. like to because as a masculine i love it when you're open and i i can experience and, and hold hold you in that
0: yeah and as the masculine if you notice the feminine being closed being a little bit guarded this is where the practice comes in just to ask hey what's going on yeah and then if they say nothing asking again but what's really going on (laughs) yeah
1: and being fully there with that presence and playfulness is helpful as well because sometimes yeah it's not words that'll do it it's just your just your beingness that will open
0: yeah, exactly. It comes back to that presence again. Yeah. If you're there in full presence, then it feels safe for me to open and share what's going yeah, on. Yeah. If we had
1: to boil down masculinity and femininity into like words, two words, it'd be presence and openness, or surrender. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or presence and expression, I think. Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Boom. And the third C is feeling controlled.
1: Yeah. That was a trigger for me for sure is when, uh Yeah felt like you tell me to do things or go do this or hey pick that up or (laughs) don't tell me what to do
0: (laughs) and unfortunately you see um a lot of people cope with this one by just kind of rolling their eyes and saying yes dear you know you hear that all the time we don't think that's optimal no
1: room for coping or for
0: just like suboptimal settling
1: yeah settling no room for that in an optimized relationship
0: we want to be fully expressed yeah yeah so what we've learned is rather than like if i have a request for matt rather than saying telling him what to do or asking him hey can you do this very directly which is definitely more masculine energy it's more more forceful and direct instead I give kind of an invitation
1: or even an expression.
0: Expression, yeah. yeah and like, that's oh, the I was feminine as a little expression.
1: cluttered in here. Like, and then that for me gives me the opportunity to be in my masculine say cool, I'm going to clean up. And it's I'm taking the initiative, making making it happen, yeah. going from okay, observing to fixing, you know? yeah. Masculine is that overcoming the challenge and if the challenge is what well, you're feeling is a little cluttered or we just had this, oh, your book's upstairs. Let me grab it for you. You know, it's like, oh, I left my book upstairs rather than, hey, could you grab the book? It's left the book. And I'm like, you know what? Let me go be the man here and go grab your book for you.
0: Yeah. 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 That's a great distinction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I like to playfully, for example, if something's on the other side of the room and I really don't want to get up and get it, maybe Matt's closer to it or he's already up, I'll playfully look at it and give it some jazz fingers and go use the force (laughs) (laughs) and then Matt will go get it and bring it to me. The force has
1: effectively used it. Yes. Boom. (laughs) I'm a Jedi. Yeah. And in sex, it's just really important for the masculine to embody all of that, that we were talking about being the presence, holding the space and you know what that looks like, you know, taking the lead, moving from one position to another and guiding guiding the the river flow mm-hmm. as, as those riverbanks.
0: Yeah, and then that allows the feminine to be able to surrender and release control, which especially like if you look at our society in general as it is now, it's a very masculine energy dominated society, which makes sense when well, you think about at it. At least in North
1: America for in sure. In North
0: America, yeah. yeah. Because it wasn't that long ago when women weren't even allowed in the workplace. So yeah. our current model for the workplace and how businesses operate was created by men for men Mm -hmm. so it makes sense that it's a very like masculine dominated routine
1: nine to five monday to friday consistent everything's
0: goal oriented this way results quotas yeah yeah (laughs) whereas yeah it's not always ideal for the feminine so you know if you have a job you kind of need to operate in that paradigm So then when it comes to the bedroom, it can be challenging sometimes to let go of that control and to surrender when you're used to, you know, needing to meet deadlines and stay on top of everything and be, you know, in that masculine energy throughout the day.
1: And that's why taking the time to to learn and consciously choose like you're doing now for listening to this it gives you the awareness to say, okay, how can I step more into my feminine in this moment? And, you know, choosing that, uh, yeah, tonight in bed, I am show up as the feminine. So how can I surrender, relax more? What can I do? Can I go dance? Can I go, you know, get in my body?
0: It was really helpful for me at one point, even to say out loud during sex, yeah. surrender, open, surrender, mm. open just as a cue for my body to relax and open and for like my heart to relax and open for my whole self to relax and open
1: yeah and for me to, to really take deep breaths and just be fully there fully present it's, you know, presence is just coming back to it just like meditation mm-hmm. you know thoughts thoughts will come up it will always be kind of in presence and then out of it and then in then out and the, you want to catch it before you just kind of go off on a train or you're just like a hey, jumping on board and you know going going wherever uh come back to this moment presence and you know, hold that space
0: again these masculine and feminine energies are dynamic and fluid so we're talking from the perspective of a feminine female masculine male so this is like our paradigm so you take this and do whatever you need to do with it to play with these energies and find the optimal flow within your own relationship and know that you can always play around with them it's never Mm -hmm. fixed right so even in the bedroom you can play around with the opposite being more masculine and feminine one of you dominating the other, and then switch and just get curious. Hey, what's that like? What's that like in your life, too? You know, if you are, for example, a more feminine woman who's running a business, of course, there are times where you need to embody the more masculine energy of setting targets making sure things are happening, like, you know, very directive kind of energy. And then there are other times when you're giving birth to a new project, bringing something into the world from nothing, you know, this nurturing creative energy. So it's just a great awareness to see where in your life can you use more feminine energy and where in your life can you use more masculine energy.
1: And that's about it, folks, on masculine and feminine for now. Uh, We could dive so much deeper into any aspect of that. We probably will Mm -hmm. over time. But yeah, that's that's it at a surface level.
0: So have fun playing around with that. Till next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and a review and share it with the people that you care about because we can all use a little more love in our lives. Until next time.